I just went to a very a very fun, silly thing this morning that I would like to talk about. What did you do this morning, Beth? Something very cultural. <laughs> I went to the Melbourne Cat Cafe, which has actually been open for a little while now. I'm not sure how long, maybe a year or two, but I haven't... I remember when it first came out and everyone was like, oh my God, this is like the most amazing thing ever. Every, yeah. But I haven't actually been yet. No. How was it? Tell yeah, us about it. It was, it was kind of weird, but great. Like I'm a big cat fan and it's just like you go up into this room to wash your hands first and you go up into this room and there's just cats everywhere and they're all very docile, I think, because they're extremely used to... Having lots of people, <laughs> lots of people being like, hello, kitty. They kind of sit around and there are all these little, like, elaborate cat beds. And most of them were sort of sleeping in the sun and weren't particularly interested in the humans. And then you just have all these humans sitting around just being like, <sighs> so it was a bit bizarre. I guess that's the thing with cats is you can't, it's, they're not like dogs where you can rely on them to always want human interaction. They kind of just, like, do their own thing. And if that means just lying around and not paying any attention, then that's what you got to do. <laughs> exactly. And they also they have this rule there where um, you can't, pat the cat if it's sleeping. Right. But the thing about cats is that they spend like two thirds of their life <laughs> yeah, sleeping. Totally. So like there are a lot of cats that were off bounds. Now we're also in the studio with uh, Lauren, our excellent executive producer. And Lauren has also had a little bit of experience in the cat cafe world. I How have you, indeed. I actually, I went to Japan last year, which is my, I like to think my second motherland. I love Japan so much. <laughs> Confess Japanophile here. I spent two weeks in Tokyo, uh, particularly in Shibuya, which is the youth district. And probably on the top of my bucket list was to visit a cat cafe. Japan is just home for animal-based cafes. If you, I think they have a pony cafe. They have a puppy cafe. A friend of mine was there a couple of weeks ago, and she went to an owl cafe. What? Oh. It looks amazing. So jealous. So how was the experience in Japan? Uh, well, following on what Beth said about it being there being lots of cats, but there being particular rules about how you can interact with the cats, uh, at this particular cat cafe that I went to in Shibuya, they had even more rules with, to do with the cats. You couldn't like you couldn't pick up a cat. Mm-hmm. You had to wait for the cat to approach you. And uh, Will, as you said earlier, cats are not animals that crave no. human attention <laughs> or, or any sort of interaction. They're very much like mm, human. You must prove to me that I, you know, you need my attention. <laughs> and but on top of that, we weren't allowed to touch cats that had collars on them because apparently they had been over-petted and that they needed a break from humans. And would you believe it, the one cat that came towards me and I was sort of looking at it just like, come on, cat, I'm fun, (laughs) come to me, was the one cat that had a collar on. And so I just sort of like put my hands away. I'm like, no, don't don't come near me. And it's like, why don't you love me? Touch me. Yeah. So it was a weird experience. And then a couple came in and they thought that this would be like a cute end to a date night because I, I will confess this was at like 9 30 10 o'clock at <laughs> night and this cat cafe was still open it was only you know previously uh frequented by single ladies <laughs> single ladies and the cats if only beyonce would do a remix of that song just including some cats <laughs> now um, i hear rumors that there may be a dog cafe happening in melbourne sometime yes, soon yes i, that I a, heard there were thing? there were words on the wind uh perhaps on the airwaves that a, a dog cafe was going to happen i really hope so because maybe that'll be a little more conducive to our excessive yes. petting. I, I hope so. Hope so. I feel like it would be an extremely different experience going be. to a dog cafe. Oh my! But I just I, I confess, anytime I see a dog, you know, just around the streets, I just have this order. I don't even look at the owner. It's just immediately down to the dog. Oh! <laughs> and then it's just like, yep, you, you can pat it. And you're like, oh! Suddenly, we are reduced to 
goo-goo baby noises when it comes to, to animals. Do you do you have the same thing, or is this is this just oh, me? Oh, yeah, no, totally. Dogs Absolutely. and all. Yeah, there's a uh, dog lovers show coming up at um, the Royal Exhibition Building in a couple of weeks, which I am so excited about. Tell <laughs> us more, like, Will. Tell just, us more. It's the Royal Exhibition Building filled with dogs that you can pet, and it's just like my kind of idea of heaven. It's perfect. So that's happening, I think, next next weekend. This next what? Week. So, yeah, you can go to that and then uh, tune in to Artsmitten at 2 to 4 p.m. Uh, oh, that that was beautiful. Segue. That was amazing. Well this done, is, Will. This is Art Smitten, where uh, no aspect of culture is too lowbrow. Uh, <laughs> stay tuned, because we've got plenty more coming up on the show, including a live studio interview with the CEO of Melbourne Fringe, uh, Simon Abraham.